I would like to pay my respect to the Gandagara and Darug tribes who are the traditional custodians of this land that I record on today. I would also like to pay respect to the elders both past and present and other Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islanders listening today. It always was and it always will be Aboriginal land. Connecting to Childhood 98. Oh my god. Oh my god. Father, son, child of 98. You know, like House of Gucci? I don't know. Anyway, welcome to Child of 98. I am your host, Says. It's been a hot minute. Dead set, brother. I was in a little bit of like <laughs> quarter life crisis. I'm happy to. <laughs> I'm happy that I've had it. I can't even speak. Like, I totally forgot how to podcast. Like, how do you do it? I don't know. Anyway, I had it. I'm happy I had it at 23, yeah. I'm happy to have had a quarter-life crisis at the age of 23. I am. Because you know what? At the end of the day, it's a little bit... It's like it happens to the best of us. (sighs) Amen. Anyway, this is season two of Child of 98. It's about to get fucking real, yeah? It's about to get fucking real. And you know what? Today, we're talking about... We're talking about rejection. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) We're talking about rejection. In the last month, I've been rejected in my personal life. I've been rejected in my work life. I've been rejected by lease agreements for apartments and I've been rejected by Sydney and I did write a comedy song called Sydney's Got Me Depressed. Sydney itself, if Sydney was a man, like if if I could put Sydney into a man's body, like I would just be like, mate, mate, we need to sit the fuck down, have a couple pints, just like chat it out. But at the end of the day, me and you both know that you've been raised wrong and you've got some internal toxic masculinity but I love ya and hopefully you'll get through it anyway it's not that deep it's not that deep but like fuck you Sydney but also love you Sydney anyway so here we go (laughs) rejection I'm gonna put like some fun music behind this like rejection 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 yeah yeah anyway so Let's just talk about it. Let's just get into it. Let's dig deep. But yeah, quick catch up. Basically, quarter life crisis towards the end of last year. Uh, I had to go to Sydney for some work, um, all this stuff. I was really excited, also really broke. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just like go to Sydney. I'm going to hang out with some family. I'm going to have a great time and I'm going to do some work and it's going to be really good. Then all my work got cancelled because of Omicron. Love you, Omicron, you shady fucking bitch. You're dead to me. You're dead to me, okay? But also, like, it is what it is. It happens. Everything happens for a reason, okay? No, it doesn't. Anyway, so bloody Omicron happens. My work gets cancelled. I get fucking pissed because I'm like, I actually, like, I actually don't enjoy this because I like to like create things and do a little bit of work here and there, but it's just not really working out right now. And it's making me feel a little bit stupid. It's making me feel a little bit of shit. 
And you know, yeah, so like that's the end of the fucking story. And that's how I felt rejected by work because Omicron basically cock blocked me from doing the work I wanted to do in Sydney. And then it cock blocked me from getting back to Victoria. But one good thing is I got to spend a lot of good time with my sisters, also worrying for their health though and hoping they did not get COVID. But you know what is, we live in this kind of world, yeah, where shit's gonna happen. Anyway, so that's how I felt rejecting my work life. I could go into details with it, but it's like, it's not the fun part of this podcast. So, <laughs> personal life. Guys, romantic rejection. Oh my God. Like, it's so hard to talk about, and I wasn't going to talk about this in the podcast, but then I was like, honestly, it's just so relatable for so many. And the thing is, as well, yeah. I haven't been rejected since high school. So when this happened to me, I was just like, no. And I was very shit-faced at the time as well. So I was like, what's going on? And also I have not had a crush on someone for years, for like a long time, um, except for the Trump supporter who had a massive dick. But then I found out he was a Trump supporter and it ruined everything. But yeah, (laughs) so like, oh my God, poor me. Sad story. Here we go. Um, But this is a totally like, this story, it's not really to do with the person that rejected me. It's more to do with the like the way it made me feel um, because it kind of triggered me to go on a quarter life crisis. Not just that, but it was like a kind of recipe. It was work not working out. It was fucking getting rejected. It was a lot of my friends I wanted to see um, when I was in Sydney got Omicron. So then I felt rejected by them, but it wasn't that. They just got Omicron, like it's not their fault. And then, yeah, I've been trying to get an apartment and I haven't been able to because they all fucking reject me, you little fucking cunts. But I'm pretty sure I've got the one that I've applied for a couple of days ago. But yeah, I just feel like we need to have a large out, larger. I feel like we need to have a bit of a large conversation about rejection because it's not a fucking topic that I thought I'd be talking about on this podcast today. I'm not going to lie to you because I don't manifest rejection, yeah? I do not manifest rejection or gaslighting or feeling like shit, but we got to talk about it. So let's get fucking into it. It's going to be real. First up um, in this rejection chat, I'm going to talk to you about my romantic rejection, which was... But I'm going to be right back in a sec. I'm just going to go get a cup of tea because I am mentally unstable. BRB, BRB, TTYL. I came up to Sydney, the city where everyone's in bed by nine, where Newtown's a shitty Fitzroy and the CBD smells like Coke and Calvin Klein. All my gigs got cancelled, so I went to Coogee to lay in the sun, got rejected. When I was shit-faced In Melbourne I'm a six But Sydney I'm a one A white dude told me how hard it is to be a white dude My ex from my hometown asked me to send him a nude My high school best friend She never talks to me anymore She says she's getting her life together While well, I'm party and poor I tried manifesting feeling like a pile of shit. Sorry, Sydney, but I miss my friends and I miss Brunswick. I wish I could tell you that I feel my best, but right now, Sydney's got me depressed. I waited for the bus for an hour, gotta get the fuck out the inner west, took a shit at the Opera 
head on someone by me says um yeah here we go guys this is uh it's about to give it's giving cringe it's giving embarrassment it's giving anxiety it's giving regrets and mistakes they are not memories made I know Adele said they are but they are not and yeah so if you've ever felt bad about being rejected it's, it's okay, okay? And, okay, anyway. Let's start this story. I'm gonna try and go through it really like in a snippy, snappy, clicky, clacky way um, because I know myself and I could dig deep into things and overanalyze them, but uh, <laughs> it's just like not the vibe. It's not the vibe. It's not the vibe. So let's fucking go. All right, let's get started. Um, obviously, for privacy of like the people in my life, I'm going to make up a persona for this person. Okay, let's go. Um, Jemima, yeah, Jemima. Uh, she lives in. Um, she's from Darwin. Jemima from Darwin, but she was in Sydney. Okay, so. Oh God. Anyway, so when I went to Sydney, uh, everything in my life went wrong. <laughs> and I even wrote a song called Sydney's Got Me Depressed, um, AKA says it's got me depressed. Uh, so a lot of things were going wrong. Like a lot of my mates I wanted to see got Omicron, fucking, you know, bloody work was going wrong, life was going wrong. I was realizing some things and I was like, <laughs> I was also trying to do some comedy gigs, but they kept getting canceled. And I was like, this is like not really comedic. <laughs> This is not really funny. Like, I don't actually find this situation funny. Like, I'm crying, but I should be laughing. Anyway, but in this time, I met Jemima, who I met online, um, like, not on Tinder or Hinge. Like, I just, like, we were online friends, like, good times. She's also a creative. Love that for her. Um, she, yeah, just vibing. Anyway, so like we always said at some point like yeah we'll meet up for a couple of bevos in um sydney when i get there blah blah, blah. like scrap. i think a part of me maybe thought i could have a crush on her when i talked to her online sometimes but then not really at the same time but a part was part of me was like yeah she's pretty cool but i was also like i don't know a lot of my friends are pretty cool but like i don't fuck them or i don't like you know, have a crush on them. So I don't know, Billy Bob, Billy Bob bag, Billy Bob wagon, anything could happen. Anyway, I don't know what that saying is. Billy Bob wagon, anything could happen. Um, Jemima, Jemima, she messaged me. She messaged me when I was in Sydney and she was like, do you wanna hang out? And in my head I was like, okay, like why are you so fucking obsessed with me? Like get off my dick, nah, I was, I was chill. I was like, yeah, let's hang out. 
like let's hang out I think she could be a good friend this could be a good time so we hung out we had a good time we're having a bit of drinkies yeah having a bit of drinking a bit of beverage you know she's funny she's witty she's cool and I'm just like yeah friends forever how the world this is me like and, you know saddle club like genuine saddle club vibes no part of me at this moment was like I have a crush on this person I'm just like she's fucking sick and I'm enjoying hanging out because I've had a bit of a shitty time and yeah it's just nice because that, like this is what I do in Melbourne I just like hang out with friends talk shit fucking I love a conversation yeah I love it and um yeah so I invited her to a gig that I was going to for my mate and um yeah I was like fucking chill Anyway, so we have like a pretty big night that night though. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm telling this story. <sighs> and we just drink and having fun. Like it's not that deep. It's not that deep. But towards the end, there's a couple things that are kind of triggered me. Not in a bad way, but I was kind of like, maybe she likes me. But no, she didn't. She didn't. I just felt like, I just felt like she did. I don't know how to psych. You know what I mean? It's a vibe. Like I felt like she was sending heaps of signals that she was. But then when I think about it, I'm like, I probably send signals to like a lot of people that I'm into them. It's just like, I just have that energy where I'm like, hey, 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 hey. Anyway, so also this is not like most of my dating stories because usually like there's a lot I could make fun of, but Jemima is actually like fine like I wish there was something that was funny about this the only thing that's funny about this is just me getting rejected um so towards the end of the night I'm like okay Jemima I'll walk you home babes I'm gonna walk you home because I'm a gentleman all right I'm not stupid I'm a gentleman and she says oh yeah yeah like I'm having such a good time like you know let's keep drinking let's keep having a good time and in my head I'm like fuck yeah sweet but I think maybe that might have been like in my head a signal. So like me and Gemma are just fucking mates, says like shut the fuck up with your dick. Shut up. Anyway, so good times and then I walk her home and then I go home and I don't really think about it for a few days. But in my head, I'm a bit like, I think I might have a crush on Jemima. But I'm also like, I don't want to feel like that because I don't think Jemima likes me. I think it's just a friend thing. Now you're going to make it awkward. And for anyone listening right now who has liked someone when you kind of know that they don't like you, literally, like, I don't know how you do it because it's like not the vibe. I don't like that feeling and I haven't had that feeling in a really fucking long time. I'm telling you right now, I respect you and I fucking like I am proud of you yeah because I've never known I have but it's been a really long time since I've had this feeling of liking someone when you know they don't like you not into it not into it okay how do you guys do it please dm me I never want to have this feeling again anyway so I think like a couple weeks later she messaged me and she's like, oh, do you want to hang? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. She was going to come to this gig with me, but she cancelled, um, which was fine. I was like, live your life. I, I don't care. This is the thing. Anyway, so she asked me to hang out after my Christmas party. Um, so quite late at night and I was with a friend and my friend was kind of like, oh, you know, 
that's a bit interesting. And I'm like, oh, nah, you know, I think I might like them, but I don't think that they do. And then my mate's like, oh, well, they're asking you to hang out like late at night and talk about feelings. I'm like, yeah, but like that's what friends do though, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, and I was a bit litty, hanging out, having a good time, blah, blah, blah. And then I ended up pissing into Mama's apartment in the toilet, beautiful. And yeah, then I was really drunk. So I kept feeling like drinking. And then here we go, here we go, awkward part, fucking hell. I just come out with it. I'm like, I had this moment of cockiness. And this is what this is what it is, right? It's like, I'm used to people, like people that I like have usually liked me back. I have never been in a situation where it's not fucking reciprocal, yeah? But the difference is with Jemima is usually I just want to fuck people, right? I just have like a crush on someone. I want to fuck them and like, it, we'll see what happens. But with Jemima, I feel like I kind of liked her. Like, I was just like, I just feel like really, like, she's just really cool. I just really like talking to her. Like, it's really nice. Oh, my God. I'm hearing myself speaking and I'm like, gosh, this is disgusting. This is actually disgusting. Like, stop having feelings for people. It makes me sick. Jesus Christ. Anyway, but I <laughs> I had this moment where I was like, you know what, fuck it. Like, I'm a drunk bitch. Like, I'll just say it in the moment and then who fucking cares? So I was like, hey, Jemima, like, I'm not trying to make you feel uncomfortable or weird. Oh, fucking, like, obviously you're going to make someone feel uncomfortable. Says you dickhead. But I'm like, not trying to make you feel weird. But before I leave, while I'm sitting in your apartment and, and annoying you, I just want you to know that, like, I actually have a crush on you and I like you. And I even said, oh, my God, guys, seriously, don't even fucking, don't even fucking, like, don't even listen to what I'm about to say. <laughs> I hate myself. I said, I was like, oh, my God, I wrote a song as well. I wrote it like, <gasps> I was like, it was called Feelings Are Gross, obviously, because I do musical comedy. So it's not, like, going to sound romantic. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, so I was like, yeah, I wrote a song. It's called Feelings Are Gross. I sound like Regina Spector. Yeah, I wrote a song, Feelings Are Gross. Anyway, looking back at these moments, I have pure um, rejection and disgrace for myself. And anyway, so I said, yeah, I wrote a song. And Jemima's like, oh, my God, I'm so flattered. Like she obviously, I, I think I, I did not quite get at first that she didn't like me back so I was like oh so like would you like today and she was like no and yeah I kind of got it and then I got it and then I was like it's fine and when I left I was like oh you know I was just kind of joking I was like I gotta get the fuck out of here like I've just embarrassed myself like I've just said I've liked someone when they don't like me back and I was just like joking but in my head I was really like no I, I actually feel really embarrassed um but the thing was right is Jemima did nothing wrong I'm just not used to the feeling of like this whole situation first of all I'm not used to having feelings um for others like in a romantic way since I was a high schooler which is gross as fuck okay and that's a product of like toxic relationships that I've had um second of all I it made me feel really weird because I know that I made Jemima uncomfortable even though I was like chill I also probably like she did not expect me to say that I think she was just like thought we were hanging out as friends and then all of a sudden I'm like yeah I like you and I'm like oh my god gross I'm like an actual fuck boy right now gross anyway 
So yeah, I get I get back in the car and I'm like, I'm just not gonna think about it. I'm not gonna think about it for a few days. And I considered, I was like, maybe I could just be like, I don't remember anything, right? I could just totally be like, I don't remember anything. And I'm like, says, it's so obvious that you're gonna remember that. Like you literally went into full detail that you wrote a fucking song about it in your note app. Shut the fuck up, get your shit together. Um, like, I don't even know who this person is. This is the thing with me is when I have a, like, when I've liked people in the past, it's happened like three times in my life. I am not the same, says. Like, I actually, nasty. It's literally, it's nasty. I don't like it. Anyway, so I think in my head and she doesn't message me for like five days. And I thought she might message me to be like, hey, don't worry about embarrassing yourself and making yourself feel weird. Cause I told her that like I had anxiety and in different ways. And I thought she might message me and be like, oh, don't worry about it. But she didn't. So I was like, fuck my life. Like, oh my God. Like she's obviously completely weirded out by me and you know, but I was like, no, don't be silly. Like, it's not like that. Don't overanalyze it. Anyway. So I messaged her and I was like, I'm sorry, like, you know, I was really drunk, but like, don't want to make you feel weird about it. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, don't worry, it's inspiring to me creatively. Like, I'm not used to being rejected. Like, just trying to make it chill, trying to make it chill. Um, I obviously, I, I hate to make people feel like uncomfortable. Oh, anyway, I ended up feeling most uncomfortable. Like I feel like I'm the most uncomfortable now because I made someone feel uncomfortable. Oh, anyway, and basically like we messaged a few times after that, but it was obvious she was like, hates me now. So love that. But um, yeah, so that's the story of me getting rejected. And in my head, I was like, if only I could convince her that like, I'm just keen to be friends with her. I'm like, well, maybe you shouldn't have told her that you liked her. Like I literally created my own destiny. I made her feel uncomfortable and it's not her fault that like she probably doesn't want to be friends with me now and yeah you just gotta move on like live and let die like just live live your fucking life but what I want <laughs> what I want to come out with this story the moral of this story is I was going through a quarter life crisis at 23 years old and this was the cherry on the fucking top was getting rejected and as well it's kind of like self-destructive because I feel like I knew that Jemima didn't like me and I still said it anyway because I was like ah see what'll happen I knew and it's like bro you should just suss out the signals better but it's okay it's okay and yeah hella awkward though hella awkward and Jemima will never speak to the says again and from you know it's like so annoying that in my history it's either been like fuck boys and like shit things and then now all of a sudden in my history it's like me getting rejected because I had no game like I had no game it's not a story I expected to tell yeah it's just not a story I expected to tell but it's okay because I thank Jemima because she opened my heart she opened my heart and it was good to practice saying I have a crush on someone when they didn't have feelings for me because now next time, if that ever happens, 
I will have game. Um, and I won't just be like super drunk being like, just letting me know. Um, I think I like you. But yeah, not for me. But except for that, I wish I had like more like fun, fucked up stories about my time in Sydney, but not gonna lie, bitches being locked, like locked down. Omicron has been festering, you know, everywhere. I did, I was supposed to have a gig at this venue. They told me not to tell anyone, but I just don't fucking care. Um, so the first gig that got canceled, um, there was a sewerage leak. So basically there was shit leaking from the roof. This is what it's like to be a young comedian, guys. And I was kind of grateful that like they knew before Obviously, because imagine doing so like singing your little songy song and shit just starts pouring in your face. I mean, kind of like low key on brand for me. That would be a great story, but also like not good mind, body and soul. Yeah. Um, and then the, the other reasons were just COVID. And then the Melbourne gig, it was COVID. Fucking COVID this, COVID that. COVID. Shut up. You chat too much. You chat too much shit. I'm done with it. I'm bloody done with it. But I am moving into my own apartment. I am 100% convinced that I will get this application through. And I can't wait to um, take you guys on the journey of me trying to get my shit together. Oh my God, gross. Like actually makes me sick. I can't believe it. can't believe we're living this life. But if you could please send me in any rejection stories you have like dm me it would just literally light the fire within my freaking vagina like my ovaries need some support right now my uterus is seriously like in need of support my body my mind my soul please tell me your rejection stories i'd really like to hear them because actually to be fair this one was not actually that bad at all i <laughs> in high school oh my god oh when i when i was in i know this this is when i was in year four when i was in year four this dude literally called jake oh my god i just said this in another podcast but basically he pretended that he liked me for a year but he didn't no he pretended we were like boyfriend and girlfriend oh my god now i'm a fucking adult and like things are happening again i am not in my simp era i am not in my simp era it's fucking over it's fucking done thanks jemima you made me realize that i'm better being a fucking human being with love in my heart thank you jemima 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 eh. no jemima okay jemima is not a name jemima maybe it is actually to be fair anyway let's do this let's live it I have a lot happening in the next week, so I'm keen to come back for another poddy. I've got lots of ideas. I've got an interview on Monday with a very special guest from Love on the Spectrum. Um, we're going to talk about dating. We're going to talk about a few things. and It's just going to be fucking wicked. So, yeah, let's go. Let's go, lads. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok and uh, other shit. Fuck. Yeah, it's all in the link tree. But yeah, if you could follow me on Instagram, because I literally have like no followers on Instagram. I really need a bit of a boost, guys. Like, stop saying that you're listening to the podcast. Like, I see the numbers, guys, and it's not reflecting, and it's really starting to piss me off. So yeah, follow me. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Bye. Also, Sugar Muffins, thank you so much for waiting for me. I'm sorry, I'm like such a terrible podcaster. Okay, I love you. Bye. Connecting to child at 98.